Welcome to In Marketing This Week. I'm Andrew Carrier. Written for CEOs and other leaders in the financial sector, In Marketing This Week is a showcase for news likely to impact them, delivered with insight on why it matters and ideas on what to do about it. It's published from London every Sunday at 6 to give you a head start on your week. This week, making it real. Why even the most complex of topics needs a simple, relatable premise. What's new? On Friday, the FT carried a story about the investment community's topic du jour, inflation. They illustrated it using that most sacred of institutions, the British breakfast. The FT writes, The cost of raw materials that go into making breakfast staples have roared higher since the pandemic began, raising fears that a broad commodity boom could push up global food prices for consumers. The cost of raw ingredients accounts for only part of the overall price paid for products at the supermarket or in restaurants, but substantial cost rises were likely to be passed on to consumers, said analysts. In developing countries, where food is less processed and the portion of disposable income spent on staples tends to be higher, the rise in agricultural commodity prices will be felt much more. It will be most acute for those living in extreme poverty, a group that has swelled by an estimated 90 million people during the pandemic, according to the World Bank, rising significantly for the first time in two decades. Why does this matter? You might think that an article of detailed analysis of inflationary pressures in the agricultural sector, one that includes a chart comparing rebased futures prices, isn't an ideal starting point for us to discuss marketing. I'd argue otherwise, though, because, in fact, that's the sort of complex topic that a lot of us in the finance sector have to tackle on a daily basis. This article matters because it shows us how to do so in compelling fashion. By leading with a picture of a breakfast, something everyone relates to, and using it as a simile for agricultural prices, the FT draws the reader in and vastly increases the chance of its article being read by its intended audience. It knows that Daniel Kahneman, the 2002 Nobel Prize winner in economic sciences, was right when he said, no one ever made a decision because of a number. They need a story. This is what far too much marketing in our sector seems to forego. The audience wants a narrative. As a reader, a story pulls you in, engages you, and dramatically increases your attention. It also makes you far more likely to share the content afterwards. What's next? What action can we take? Have a good, hard look at your existing marketing. Be critical. Chances are it's full of acronyms and industry jargon, most likely, it jumps straight into descriptions of features or technical detail. Can you see the wood for the trees? More importantly, can your audience? Your head of marketing should be making your communications tangible and relatable. I think there are three things to bear in mind here. Number one, ask, so what? That question, that simple question, may be the most powerful in marketing. By asking it often enough, you eventually uncover the true benefit of the most sophisticated of product offerings in order to tell customers the simple story behind often complex solutions. Number two, paint a picture. This is your hook, the thing that will catch your audience's eye and make them curious about engaging with your content. 
If you can, yes, literally draw a picture. As the cliche goes, it's worth a thousand words. But pictures can be painted with words, or sounds, or video. The point is to make your story as vivid as you can, to bring it to life. Number three, don't dumb down. Making it real does not mean dumbing it down. The FT article is a characteristically detailed look at a subsection of inflationary forces. It's intended for those with a deep interest in financial markets. By using a picture and a simile, the FT isn't shortchanging their audience, but they are maximizing the percentage of that audience that will notice and read the piece. I hope you enjoy the rest of this week's newsletter. In it, you'll learn why not even Goldman Sachs can swim in China's vast pool of savings alone, why the clubhouse model is actually better suited to trading apps, why Seth Godin is still right, content marketing is the only marketing left, and finally, why young investors feel the odds of taking part and winning are stacked against them. I'm looking forward to talking with you again next Sunday. In the meantime, I wish you a productive week. Thank you.